What's up guys, Jeff Cavalier, AthleanX.com. The pull-up or the chin-up, which one's better? Well, how about we cover them both and talk about everything we need to know about these two exercises. Right off the bat, understanding the difference between the two is critically important. When we're talking about our pull-ups, we're talking about an overhand grip up here on the bar. When we're talking about a chin-up, the hands are facing us this way. Now, it doesn't matter which exercise you do, we're not trying to call one out versus the other. There are some common things that are great about both of these exercises. First and foremost, they're recognized as the king of the bodyweight exercises. And some will even argue that they're the king of the upper body exercise when you weight them. Number two, it's an incredible back and core stabilizer. We've talked about it so many times, as a matter of fact, in one of our most recent videos, how important the lats are to stabilize the body for the bigger lift so that you can start to lift more on your deadlifts, in your squats, on your bent rows. Thirdly, it's a great indicator of your body composition and where you're sitting at the moment. Big guys can struggle doing pull-ups, but that's usually big fat guys. Big muscular guys can do pull-ups. They really can. It doesn't matter that they're pulling a lot more weight. Proportionally, they should be strong enough to be able to handle that. I've got 250-pound athletes that can do muscle-ups, let alone pull-ups. So we have to understand that if we are big and struggling with our pull-ups, we might want to start looking at our body comp and working on reducing all that excess body fat. All right, now, if you want to start getting into the one versus the other, we really can do this very simply. We have to break down the exercise into the motions that we can understand and relate them to so we know what's going on. When we look at a pull-up, again, I talked about we have a hands over, an overhand grip. Now, whether that's thumbless or whether the hands and thumbs are wrapped around the bar, that's more of a technique thing. I find that if we leave the thumb off the bar, we now have our hands act as hooks and we can initiate the pull from our lats more where we can actually take advantage of the strength of those big muscles. And then we know on the underhand grip here for a chin-up that we're getting the added benefit of our biceps to actually contribute to the exercise as well. So when people say which is better, it's not which is better. One sort of hits the, the biceps preferentially, whereas the other one, if done right, will hit the lats preferentially. So it looks, it's more about what is the focus of your training at the moment. And it should always be both. You should always be doing both pull-ups and chin-ups in your workouts. But it goes beyond that. We have narrow grip overhand. We have wide grip overhand. We have elbows in line with our body. We have elbows in front of us. Right? We have, again, a narrow grip chin-up. What are the differences between those? Well, guys, it all comes down to understanding the contributions of the biceps to the exercise. So what I always like to do is show you how to do it with dumbbells. If you were to take a pair of dumbbells here, right, we know that one of the easier ways to do curls, we have a regular underhand curl, okay? This is a chin-up. That position there is a chin-up. We have the added advantage of being able to pull with our biceps. Okay, great. Now, we know we can go this way to a hammer curl. Well, hammer curls are even easier than the uh, underhand chin-up. Why? Because we get another uh, advantage of our brachialis muscle that pulls, that, that contributes so that we have an even better strength benefit or, or better strength advantage here that allows us to pull. So neutral grip is even easier than an under, uh, under grip chin up. And then we put ourselves in this pull up position and when we're out there, basically our hands and arms are way out to the side. Try to take a dumbbell out here all the way out to the side and curl up and they become so much harder because I've basically taken the bicep and put it at a mechanical disadvantage. So when we come out here, that's what's happening. But you'll see that guys will still cheat in their pull-ups. They cheat by taking their arms and creeping them more and more and more forward. 
See, if you want to do a strict pull-up, guys, make sure those elbows are right in line with your body, pointing towards you. Now when I go up to the bar, as I show you here, you can see that I'm maximally working my back, I'm maximally working my lower traps to help stabilize and drive my body up to the bar. I don't really have much contribution from our arms, but if I go into this forward position here, you can see that basically all I'm doing as I do this pull-up is I'm involving those biceps and, those, and that hammer curl help again. So it's supposed to be a little bit easier, but is it more effective? No, not if you're trying to maximize the strength of your back. Again, now we move into the chin-ups and the same thing. We know that getting the arms and elbows in front of us is gonna really make it easier and the biceps are at a great mechanical advantage to contribute to that. So again, that exercise becomes easier. Back to the overhand, get your hands way out wide and try to pull down. You're not getting nearly as much elbow flexion as you are when you come in here. So again, limiting the contribution of those upper arm muscles to the move. Okay, so whichever version of this exercise you decide to do, your chin-ups or your pull-ups, you gotta figure out where you're at strength-wise and figure out where you can go from there to make sure you're getting the most out of it. I know that some guys can bang out pull-ups or chin-ups all day long and others struggle to do even a single one. So let's start on the low end. If you're one of those guys that can't do a single rep, you gotta start somewhere, right? And the first thing I always recommend is starting with inverted rows. You're putting your posi the position of your body against gravity a little bit more favorably than you would with a pull-up where you have to pull your entire body weight directly against the force of gravity. Here we have the ability to put our feet flat on the ground to unweight our body a little bit and start training our back to be able to pull us against the force of gravity, pull your own body weight. It's a great starting point. But from there you can transition if you have access to what I'm showing you here, a kneeling lat pull-down. Again, we can control the, the, the amount of weight that we're pulling here, so we're not pulling full body weight here. We're using a percentage of our body weight. But we're getting ourselves in a, in a position where we have to rely on core stability to keep our body upright. We can control the position of the elbows. As I said, we don't have to have them float forward. We can keep them back in line. And it really allows us to move our weight up at a weight that we can handle. But once you're ready to hit the bar, you hit the bar first with your eccentric only reps. Why is that? Because we know that eccentrically you're going to be stronger than you are isometrically. At that point when we're able to control a five to six second descent on multiple reps, then we go into just a basic isometric. We pull ourselves up to the bar and hold for at least 10 seconds and make sure that our chin stays above. When we feel that we've mastered all those levels, we then can break out the assisted band, step into the band, come up to the bar, and unweight some of your body. But now again, you're unweighting some of your body in a real pull-up environment different than you were on the lat pull-down. You work up here until you can manage multiple reps, and then if you want to try to start getting yourself out of the band and attempting full pull-ups, you can do that. Now, on the opposite side of the spectrum, you should be able to pull up a lot of damn weight. Why do I say that? Because you want to be balanced front to back. It's not all about the front side, guys. We've got to make sure that we're balancing up our upper body pushing power with our upper body pulling power if we want to avoid injuries and keep our shoulders nice and healthy. So what's the gauge for this? Well, you want to be able to do at least 20% more than you can in your bench press at whatever given rep range. So let's say you're a 200-pound guy and you're doing... 225 for five reps, okay, on your bench press. Just throwing out a number. 20% of that will be an additional 50 pounds. You add that on top of that, that's 275 pounds that you should be able to do for five reps of a pull-up. Well, if you're a 200-pound guy, you need to put 75 pounds of plates hanging below you just like I showed you a couple weeks ago in our back workout 
with up to 90 pounds I had, and you want to start cranking out at least five reps. If you can do that, you know you've got a good equality between your front side and back side strength. And that's going to be critically important for, like I said, maintaining the health of your shoulders. So whatever the rep range is that you're working on in your bench press, you want to try to be able to match that on the back side with your pull-ups. So there you have it guys, pull-ups, chin-ups, it doesn't really matter. They're both great exercises. They both belong in your workout program. They're both a very big part of the Athlean X training system. But knowing how to do that, knowing the differences between the two, the nuances of the elbow angles, it really helps to understand what you're doing. And if you don't have a knowledge of what you're doing when you go to the gym, I always say, you're just working out. You're not training. We try to let you train because when you train, you see results much faster. And when you train like an athlete, you get a chance to see results even faster than that. We do that, guys, with the Athletex training system. If you haven't already, head to Athletex.com right now and get our training system. It's available there. And we even have it a completely bodyweight-only workout version called Athlean Zero. Because if, if, you're gonna be, if you think you can't build serious muscle with bodyweight-only, you're fooling yourself or someone gave you bad advice. We've got that, too, if you're here because you like to see bodyweight exercises. All right, guys, make sure you leave me a comment and some thumbs up below. Did you like the video? Did you find it helpful? What else is it that you'd like to see? Remember, doesn't matter what you're doing up here at the bar. Make sure you're doing it the right way, overhand, underhand. That's what's most important. Tell me the other things you're having trouble with, and I'll make sure I help you out.